I have a confession to make this morning. <laughs> I have a big confession to make this morning. I think the most challenging thing about recording an episode is how you want to start. And so my excuse is that I just get straight to the point. I only just get straight to the point because I really sometimes don't know how to come on. Like, I'm serious, guys. I probably make about two to three episodes or two to three intros before I actually record an episode. And that's because I feel like I sound corny in the beginning when I first come on and I'm like, hey, and I'm like, no, that's not it. Then I come on again and I'm like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not it either. So I'm like, how do I do? So I have this struggle, um, which is why most people probably do have that introduction of whatever fancy fucking song they create before they actually get into whatever uh, they want to talk about. So... I'll get there. I just want to share my struggle this morning. And actually, um, before I actually get into what I want to talk to, I'm not going to get straight to the point today because today is just one of those Thursdays that I want to recognize and acknowledge Throwback Thursday edition. I am like a fiend for throwback music it still lifts my soul the music today doesn't compare sorry anyway so um you know I want to share some of my favorite throwback tunes with you guys before I jump in this is like my my uh phony introduction um I do not own copyrights to any of these songs I guess that's something I have to say this is one of my favorite Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. just listen Tune in. Right. That's uh, Y'all don't know about this. Don't act like you know. Okay. I think Wale just did a remix to it um, called Chill. That's Chill or something like that. Um, he just used the instrumental of it. It's not enough for me. Okay. Okay. And big boys have Hey. Okay. Making love is what I wanna do. But I need a true friend to make them to get all your love. I wanna kiss you right there. That's all I ask. Remember this one? This is so back, though, back. Hey, the Al Green. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, hey, y'all gonna thank me later for this. I'm so in love with you. Okay. Whatever you want to do. Hey, it's alright with me. I do not own copyrights. Oh, not. This one right here, though. Oh. Okay. Okay. Hey. I gotta guess this one. It's your boy, baby face. So what song is this? Okay, that's the hey. When we spend time alone, yeah. I just like a certain part. I'm playing my favorite part right now. But we got a right to communicate. Hey. And no one does it like me. That whip the pill. What's the other one? Oh, he was getting real. Okay. 
like the way he treats you. I don't like the way he treats me either. He doesn't deserve you. He really don't. So who deserves me then? <laughs> kind of man. Okay. I don't know. Niggas ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't that right? At least you see it. Kind of woman who needs a man Yes. I don't require it a lot. Love and care. You give good love. Ooh, tell me more. Ooh, and you, and you spend it? And you know how to cook? Oh my god. Soon as I get home from work, I'll pay. And you paying rent. That's what he said? Nah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is he saying that he pay rent? They be lying. I think he just me. Y'all think he's telling the truth? And we gotta wait for him to get home from work. Come on. This? Mm, y'all don't know about this one. Yo, y'all gotta get in tune with y'all 90s and, and 2000s music. This song right here has my heart. Oh my god. That's what I did today. Those were the words I said to you. It was last May. I do not own copyright. Do I gotta keep saying that? <laughs> You told me that you love me more than anything in your life. So I asked you, would you do me the honor of being my wife? Will be your man. All right, all right, all right. I got something, something else for y'all. This. Hey, y'all don't know about I had to switch it up real quick. The type of games are being played. This is DMX was at his. Woo! He was at the pinnacle of his career. Uh, uh, and I got to know now. This is me and uh, you're trying to give me enough. Hey. I'm politicking with this chicken. Hey. Little hood rat from 30 I'm gonna do like I do, you know, get in my box. Oh, no, she was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a hey, chill, 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 chill. I'm on the ones and twos right now. Y'all don't know nothing about this, Eric. Get in tune with Eric Bennett, please. I just want him to hurry up. Hold on, let me. Hey. Spend my life with you. That's what it's called. You walked into my life. I gotta hit this high note real quick. And I never knew that my heart could feel so precious. Here you go, right here. So real. Every morning, baby. I gotta work on my vocals. Hey. It's about that time, y'all. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hey. 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 Oh, yeah. Ah. Y'all wanna know who's that girl? Hey. Ooh. Hit it. Hey. This is my favorite song over here. One of my favorites. If y'all don't know who this is, please do not listen to my podcast anymore. Thank you. <laughs> I want to give my heart, my, my love to you, oh baby, yeah. Cause if I'm not with you, I'm missing you. 
tip. Come watch it, baby. Hey! Oh! Hey, hey, bro. I've been watching you for so very long. Trying to get my girl. Hey, I don't know about this. I really want to meet you, but I'm kind of hey, cuz. It looks so much better. Yeah, I don't know. I get my thoughts together for the very next day. But when I see you late, I forget what I said. Remember this? Nah. <laughs> you got me twisted. Hey. My back, your back, all over your Hey. Yo, why we don't really got like no R&B? Like we got Tank. I don't know how Trey Song's been. Um, who really be doing music like like? Oh, oh they don't do this love making, baby making music no more, man. All this annoying ass poisonous rap music. Body hate all over my body. Too. All over my body. Hey, in the middle. Oh. You're calling and let you know this what I'm feeling, baby. Nine one one zero zero twenty four. This is it right here. Hey, I wish I could see me right now. Oh, 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 hey. This is that cookout music. If you ain't never been to a black cookout, hey, you gotta go to one next summer. Yeah, I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I'm wildin', I'm wildin'. <laughs> Here you go. Love has truly been good to me. Not even one sad day or minute have I had since you come my way. I hope you know. Yeah, this next song I'm about to play. Every girl felt this spiritually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Oh, I said spiritually. You love me in spite of me. I got my favorite, favorite one. I'm going to play that last. I just want to give y'all a little old feel. You know, them old songs kind of make you feel feel good. You know, give you that feel good feeling. Yeah, if you don't know Mary, please... Cut off this episode now. Go about your business. Thank you. Of such sweet memory. Ah. Hey. Remember this one though? 
Y'all yeah, know about this. <laughs> this is just a couple of throwback tunes. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> hey. Michael Jackson, you switched up, but you still valid. I'm gonna make a change. We didn't think you was thinking about that other kind of change, though. Okay. You're supposed to stick to the black. I saw him, though. He ain't get to make no decisions for himself. Hey. Gonna make it right. Uh oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Hey. Good morning. Good afternoon. Hey. Hey. Welcome to hey. the Can I take your order? Y'all know about this. I'm wishing on a star. Hey. To follow this is throwback, though. I think I don't even know. I don't. I know I wasn't born when this one came out. I'm wishing on a dream. But I grew up to it. To follow me. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm. Da da do, do do. Ooh, da da do, do do. Ooh, da da The very first time that I saw your eyes, so your lips said hello, and I said hi. I knew right there you were the one. But I was caught up in physical attraction. But to I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be writing the song playing. This is my song. Baby, you're more than just a face. And if I am in love again, I will be sure that the latest affair. Oh, I'm getting too carried away. Oh my god. Oh, chill, chill, chill. If I ever feel you in my arms again. Hey. Tony Jackson. Have a good night, love. Won't you come home with me? Oh, Lord. Alright, because I'm getting too carried away, so I'm going to stop it right now. And this is my last, final, favorite song right here, right now. It's like, hey. It's like, hey. Oh. Get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm so happy that hey, so uh, uh every on the it feels so right. It could be wrong. Where are you, with, baby? You make me strong. And whatever you wanted to do, it's all up to you. Because, baby, 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 hey, I am on the Look, it's already 20 minutes. I done got carried away with this throwback stuff. It's only supposed to be about five minutes. But I hope some of these songs bring back good memories for you. Um, if you know them, if you don't. You know, I find it so um, refreshing to 
go back to the things that make me feel uh, alive. And growing up, even though there was so much happening in my reality and in my home, you know, it was music. Music, reading, and writing really changed my life. And especially music because I was able to just, you know, move my body and just be so carefree in a moment. And I, that's what I feel like the art of music is supposed to be about. I don't know what's happening with the music today. Super um, dead. It's hey, oh baby, hey. I'm gonna try to hey, hey, hey. But you know, it's that feel good music that I feel like um, the world is lacking now. The art. And it's so sad because you know what I noticed though? People who have the good music is the people who has been stepping down because they feel like they don't want to be heard over the other music that that's being glorified right now. That's talking about jewelry bitches and all this other nonsense, you know, and niggas and it's different now. Anything you want to do, you can do it. Like, if you listen to the music from back then, it sounds absolutely nothing like today. And, you know, I heard Wale say that, you know, he, he was thinking about retirement or some dumb shit he said. And it was just like, because he felt like he's not being heard and his music is... Listen, what I am starting to really understand and realize, it's not about the numbers. It's not about how much listeners know maybe in music of course it probably is because you know it's money to be made hey hey but you know maybe it is but to me it's like Ultimately, if you if you look at the bigger picture, you know, your focus should always just be on your art, on which you are creating to put into the world. And if there are a great group of people who is relying on that, then the other half of those people that's not even acknowledging that shouldn't even matter. They're irrelevant at the end of the day because your your art is um how can I say it? Your art is necessary. You know, people are relying on your music. At the- oh, hey. Oh, oh. You know, your art is what um, people is relying on to get them through. You know, I've listened to a few tracks on Wally's album. And, you know, I hear him. I and I, and I love it. You know, but then I can hear and sense that there's just things within himself that he's battling and that's why I feel like God is working on me so much God has been doing a number on me lately and I've been when I say utterly grateful like there's no words that can describe um the gratitude that I have no matter how challenging and hard it may be to dwell in this space being truly honest with yourself and you know I got to pause this because I'm going to start saying it. (laughs) Being truly honest with yourself and, excuse me, and acknowledging the parts about you or the weaknesses that you have, acknowledging them, not burying them, not being upset at them because you wish you were this and that. No. Strengthen the things that you know could be stronger in a sense. And so for me, I feel like it's so important for me to do this work before I go out into the world. And sometimes it's just like this work is never going to be done. You understand? Get into the center of who you are. You know, this is layers and layers and layers of things that have been imposed on us and you know that we have picked up along the way and so if you're in even 20 20 years old and up I mean 18 years is a long time five ten years you know it's easy to to kind of work towards getting rid of those things and so that's why 
the work that I'm doing with the children in my program and things like that. Like I'm breaking this shit down um, because I like it's critical. You know, this is years and years of stuff. If you're 18 years and up, 17, I mean, anything above 10 years old. Because 10 years is a lot to, um, a lot of information that's already been processed. And so imagine 15, 20, 25, 30, 40 years of all of this false information that, that you have within yourself, that you've believed all your life, that is hindering you from actually truly living your life. And so even if I can't, I don't want to even say even if I can't, you know, I know that this is evolving is a, a lifelong kind of thing. Like you do it forever. But I do acknowledge that there are key components that um, I need to bring to surface so that I can use that to do the things that I, you know, I'm trying to accomplish that God has placed into my heart. And only person that can help me do that is God. The world can't help you discover what God planted in you. Only God can do that. <clears throat> and so it's so important for me right now to do this work because once I get out there, I don't want to contradict my capabilities. I don't want to contradict my power. I don't want to contradict the very things that God has planted in me to show up in this world. That's your art. Your art is your heart. If you realize inside of heart, there's the word art, that is your life. That is what makes you who you are. That is how you show up in the world. And when you contradict your art, it's like, you know, it's not strong enough. That's why I pray for God to do the things that he does in my heart, because I don't ever want to second guess. I've second guessed enough. Let me be clear. But I would hate to get out into the world and build this huge platform based off of fear or doubt or, you know, anything associated with such. And so I've been doing like this month of October has been crucial for me and it's been very, very good. I've been going deeper and deeper and deeper and pulling so much to surface and um, it's just just been very uh, such a very powerful month, and um, I just want to just you know of course one thing I wanted to, I just want to be myself number one, and so when I decided to record this episode this morning, um, I think about the things that make me feel alive, and you know Throwback Thursday, whoever created it, thank you, but the tunes that I played for you guys. Um, at the beginning, which I dragged it. I, I literally dragged it. I mean, if you're listening up until this point, <laughs> I dragged it because, you know, I might as well just have had a party. <laughs> Can't be great ever, but I've been getting better. But, you know, I dragged it. Anyways, I, I love throwback music. It literally just fills my soul and makes me feel alive. And so I try to go into do the, doing the things that brings me joy that makes me feel alive and you know yesterday was a very tough day for me I was very emotional and um I realized that um that every moment that you're feeling um whatever you're feeling in that moment you're feeling for a reason it's connected to something right and so um I've been taking a, a couple of notes of things that just been coming to me and I realized that when I'm still and when I um give myself that that ability to just be present in that moment and I'm not thinking about anything other than being in this moment that is where I feel God is speaking to me the most and truth is being revealed and so one of the things that that came to me so deeply was um this this is from my notes that I wrote um in my phone I utilize my notes app so much anything that comes to mind I write it in my notes just so I can go back and reflect and so this one it says I'm going to explain why I said it. Disattach emotional perception. Our emotions are strongly attached to our perception of life. We believe strongly in things and people, but less in ourselves. Our perception is what gives value to our beliefs. It is perception that gives value to the things that we believe in. It is our beliefs that determines how we see or view a situation and from which standpoint. Let me say that again. It is our beliefs that determines how we see or view a situation 
and from which standpoint we view it from. So keep in mind, your beliefs is your perception. Your perception is what gives value to your beliefs. This is what you believe. So I said to myself, what is it that truly makes up our perception? Why do we believe when we don't have proof? Or even if we have proof, what would make us certain that from the angle in which we see it is the only angle that exists? Because there's many ways or aspects in how we view what is before us. Often, though, many of our thoughts are attached to our emotions, and that is the root of assumptions. Many of our thoughts are attached to our emotions. Right? Our thoughts are attached to our emotions. This is what we feel. And that is the root of assumptions, because we can only see in one way, but we can understand in many different ways if we took the time. Then I said to be still is to listen to that small, still voice for moments in which truth is being revealed. Everything that I just read to you, I didn't ever read it in a book. I didn't read this in a book. I was walking, minding my business, and it just came to me. And I wrote it down the moment that it came to me. And it just makes so much sense on why we are where we are in our journey. Because we have to disattach our emotional perception. We have to disattach our emotions from our thoughts, our emotions from our perception, our emotions from our beliefs. Because your emotions is what makes everything real. So if somebody tells you something and you automatically believe it, what did you attach to it? You attached your emotions to it. And I've had this conversation in the past where um, somebody will call my phone and I'm not really having a good day and I'll answer, you know, to see what's up. And I might sound down or, you know, the person might keep asking me certain questions and it might agitate me. And so they might get the energy that I had before they even called me. Then what do they do? They get upset and they attach themselves to your emotions. And I realize that is different between adults and kids because I do have my days. But what I'm realizing is at one point, my son would never really, um, how can I say, <clears throat> when he was younger, I mean, he's seven, but like around five, six years old, he never attached himself to my emotions emotionally. Like he never, he like, if I was upset, he'd just be like, ah, or, you know, he'd just go on with himself. Now I see more as he's starting to get older. If I'm feeling a certain kind of way or whatever, he won't pay me no mind, but there are moments where he do emotionally attach himself to what I'm feeling. And I see it so much in adults that adults immediately get upset if you're moving a certain kind of way that's out of which they think you should be moving. So if you're not having a good day, oh, I don't know what you're getting an attitude with me for. Oh, I don't know what you're getting an attitude with me for. How about... Whatever I'm experiencing, whatever's happening to me has absolutely nothing to do with you. So you, so the person saying, oh, I don't know what you're getting an attitude with me for. They're emotionally attaching themselves to what you are feeling. That has absolutely nothing to do with them. And it's something that I've done. I've had a quite, um, I've had my fair share of emotional attachment to things, but I realized that I read a quote this week. Um, this week, um, I'm reading the book Thirty Three Strategies of War, something like that, by Robert Greene. Um, I've been reading a lot of his books, but I don't know how to say this guy's name. I think it's Aristotle, A R I S T O L E, and he his quote is to train your not to train, master your emotions and train yourself to think ahead. So when you master your emotions, right? You're allowing yourself to connect deeply with what it is that you feel before you respond, before you react, before you jump off impulse and and just regret something. Master what it is that you're feeling. So once you master what you're feeling, you're able to think ahead. Train yourself to think ahead. So if you do this, think about what that is going to bring forth. So I remember one time, um, I'm not going to share the experience with you guys because... I'm going to share the experience with you um, that I had, but I'm not going to get into details because it's not going to bring me back. You got to know when to move on from some things, but I just want to use it as an example. I seen something that got me upset. And when I tell you, I was like, I can't wait to write this person off. Oh, as soon as I get in the house, I'm going to tell this person off, blah, blah, blah. And I was just furious. Like when I say furious, like I know 
my blood pressure went up that day because I was just so upset. And I'm happy that one, yes, I was saying I can't wait to get in the house to say whatever it is that I want to say, but I, I'm happy that I wasn't in that moment ready to say what I wanted to say. Like, oh, this is, and you know, some people see something and they immediately respond. They immediately react. They immediately just get ready to attack. So what was good about was, what was good about that was I gave myself time to vent. I'm going to say whatever I'm going to say as soon as I get in the house. I had my son with me. I had just got out of the laundry. I didn't feel like saying whatever right then and there. I want to get home and get in that ass, okay? But what was so good about it was I gave myself time to reflect and I gave myself time to vent. I was cursing this person the fuck out in my head. And by the time I got home, my first question to myself was, Teresa, why do you feel this way? And when I thought about it, I really sat down and I felt dumbfounded. Like, why do I feel? We are so quick to react on our emotions. And so when I look at that, what that looks like for me, me knowing, okay, I'm sorry, y'all, for the um, ambulance. I guess this is why people go into studios to record and stuff, right? Well, I ain't got no studio money, so this is just how it's going to have to go for now. Pardon the interruptions. <laughs> so um, when I think about what that looks like for me is if I want to lead, because they always saying, oh, women can't lead because they emotional, blah, blah. If I want to lead, I understand how important it is for me to master my emotions because I know I'm going to encounter. If you look at the leaders in this world, I'm saying the true leaders, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, those people, they knew when and when not to use their emotions. Now, if you look at the person that's in office today, Trump. He doesn't, he has lost full control of his emotions. His emotions is driving him. His emotions is, his, is, is influencing and dictating how he is leading our country. Our emotions is leading every aspect of our, of our life, our relationship, our career, how we treat our children, how we have, um, treat our siblings, every relationship that we have, every partnership that we have. If you do not master your emotions, your emotions are going to ruin. When I say ruin, ruin. If it hasn't already, your life. And you have to really acknowledge that on a a deeper level. Your emotions is there. It's nothing wrong. You're supposed to feel everything that you are feeling. But when it becomes to destroy and ruin and tear down and... You have to get a hold of it. There's no mistake in that. There's a, a, a there's various reasons why our emotions are at the point of which they are now. And for me, this is what's coming to surface for me. My emotions. And so any opportunity that I get, I literally take that invitation to go deeper. Because not only is it going to dictate and influence how you show up in the world, but it's going to determine how far you go in life, how far you go in your relationship, how far you're willing to go. People who get divorced. Oh, she did this. He did this. He's it's all emotions. Like I told you that with that person that was like, oh, I'm, I'm torn. I can't believe she really left me. What was invested? Why why are you so torn? What what did you lose? What did y'all build in four years? Oh nothing. 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 In four years, all you have left from the relationship is your emotions and your feelings. That's what you're so broken and torn over. That's it. That's a waste. It's literally a waste. Four years, you're supposed to have gained so much from a person. Whoever you are with, you are supposed to always walk away with something out of a relationship. And if you have not, then you just wasted your time. That's time wasted. I always say there's no such thing as time wasted when you're learning. But if you did not learn from all that time, then you've wasted that time. Everything, every experience 
experience and learning is the same thing. If it, if you had the experience, then that, that means you learned something. No, 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 no. If you're telling me you've been with somebody for four years and you walked out of that relationship with nothing but your feelings and your emotions, I need you to go back. And I need you to go find something to walk away with. Because that right there, you, 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 four, four years, four, four, four years. I, every relationship, no matter what the significance of that relationship was, I walked away with something. Even if it wasn't physically, mentally, oh, that shit taught me something. I could tell you that much. So when I think of how I'm going to show up in the world, when I think of the things that I'm going to pursue, your emotions, master them. Because they are going to block you from living and achieving and serving and teaching. Because if you are pursuing something that seems almost impossible and you attach those negative emotions of, I can't do this. This is not possible. It's insane. This is crazy. I don't have this. I don't have that. That's your attitude. That's your emotions attached to your attitude. And guess what? You're never going to have those things. So when you train your emotions, right? I mean, not train, because I don't want you to train. I want you to master every emotion that is within you. So my triggers and my emotions is, um, I do have doubts sometimes still. Um, I do um, want attention sometimes. Um, I do get angry sometimes. I do get sad. Everybody gets sad. I do get very emotional sometimes, and I don't know why. See, when you're out of tune with your emotions, then there's no way to really acknowledge and tend to them properly because you're always dismissing them. I'm very sensitive. I'm a sensitive person. I am. So I try. So this is how you acknowledge it. If you're in a relationship with somebody right now, right? Think about what they do that bothers you. Think about what they do that bothers you. That's a start. Think about what they do that bothers you, that makes you feel some type of way. If y'all are always conflicting with each other, y'all are always upset with each other, think about why it's bothering you. Why is it bothering you so much? Think about that. And when you think about that, you acknowledge it and Maybe you can change it a little bit. So like I said, what used to bother me was I hate feeling like I'm being ignored. I hate feeling like I'm being played. Don't yell at me. I'm very sensitive. Do not yell at me. I will cry. I I don't I don't have a very loud voice. I don't know how to yell back. I sound really fucking dumb when I yell, so I don't like yelling. But I will raise my voice. I just it comes right back down after that. So don't yell at me. Um you know, don't just, there are things that, and so when those things used to bother me, right, and I had a sense of entitlement and I felt like this person's responsibility was to do this for me and X, Y, and Z, that was pushing me further away from looking at myself in the mirror. So that's why I said with this relationship, I I focus so much on myself and why I feel how I feel if this person is this person. Like, people ain't even doing nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you was growing up, I ain't even do nothing to you. Like, <laughs> people just be jumping to emotions so quickly. Not not jumping to conclusion. No, jumping to emotions so quickly that they always feel under attack and playing victim. You did this to me. and that. Acknowledge what you did to yourself first. So I mirror my relationships, even with this one. I always feel like, I'm not going to lie, I'm still guilty of it. I always feel like this person does this, this person does that, this person is this, this person is confused, this person don't know what they want. And I don't know what the fuck I want either, obviously. I want it, then I don't, then I then I want it a lot, then it's like, don't talk to me for the rest of the month, then I don't. Like, I struggle tremendously, but every single day I take the initiative to step up and learn something about myself because when you are under the wing and under the hand and under the grip of somebody 
I was under the grip of my mom. I was under the grip of society, societal standards. I was under the grip of expectations of what everybody thought of me. And the moment that I was able to give him under that, I had to reconnect with myself in such a way that I've never before because everybody has always made decisions for me. Everybody has always told me what I should look like, what I should wear, how I should sound, how I should be. And so when I was able to get from under that, realizing that that's not what was for me, the journey now became, how do I discover these things for myself? How do I connect with these things for myself to get to the center of me? Because that is where you create from. That is where you create from. The center of you is your authenticity and your authenticity is connected to your creativity. And that is where your art comes from. You don't have to look at what nobody else is doing and try to do it better. When you're connected to yourself in such a way, your own creativity just flows freely out of you. If I'm speaking a second language, it bothers me that this world just focuses on. Like, to me, there's an alignment of everything in your life. Every aspect of your life should align. What I'm doing with my program right now is is like I'm I'm my mind is blown away and I can't wait to really get out here and do this shit. Because I'm starting at the root. Even with myself, I'm starting at the root. Yes, I'm I have to do it by myself. I have to go back and and do all this work, but I know that the moment I allow myself to get down into that, only then can I start from that point because now when you're starting from here and then you go from here to there from there to there you know you don't really have a solid you just all over the place and so when I think of my program and what I brought what my program to serve and who I want my program to serve and how can my program serve effectively then I I know I'm doing the right thing because everything goes hand in hand one hand washes the other and both wash the face. There's one thing that has to help the other. And there's a way to me that I feel like you should do that. And nobody's not going to tell me that it's not possible. If God says it's possible, then I believe that it's possible. If what I see every day and I don't know how the fuck the water's moving and nobody's pushing the water and, and that's possible. If these trees have sprung up and I, don't, I didn't see these trees grow, they just here. I know it's possible. If the wind blow and they don't need nobody's help, I know it's possible. The things that we deem. Listen, look at this world that we're living in. We wouldn't know how to create a, cr- a cloud. We don't know how clouds were, the sky was created. We don't know how water was created. We just know that it nourishes us. We don't know half of these things, and we would deem it impossible if it was us to create it. So what I'm trying to do, I know it's possible, and it's going to get done. But I know that I have work within myself to do, and so many people always come to me about starting up programs and doing things and groups and do it. But make sure you good first because you don't want to give your pain to nobody else. And this is something that stuck with me. When I told that lady what I wanted to do, and I was crying at the time I was telling her, she said, baby girl, you're not ready to do that. She said, I'm going to need you to go heal. And I was offended in a sense. Like, what? I'm not healed. I want to help people. How am I not healed? Yeah, you got to make sure you help yourself first. So many people want to help other people because they don't want people to feel how they felt. Yeah, but you got to get through that first. People want to see how you got through it. They don't care about what you're going through. They want to see how you got through it. You want to, you crying and I'm going through this. Do, do people ever really care? I mean, besides people that are close to you, but how you want to help somebody and you can't even help yourself. And so that's why I'm doing this work because it's so necessary because now my, my mind is expanding more. I have more clarity than I've ever had before. I can think on levels that I couldn't think before, and that's why it's so necessary to do this work because how are you going to create when you are going in so many different directions at one time? That work has a start point, 
and maybe it may not start the way you think it should start because you know you're it's bits and pieces that's coming together but as those bits and pieces come together create that puzzle have that puzzle when you see that puzzle when we lay out that puzzle those pieces is everywhere and those pieces come together slowly because things start looking like things start making sense patterns start right that is how you complete your puzzle. A puzzle is never a one step at a time. Oh, this piece goes here. This puzzle, a puzzle is the, the purpose of a puzzle in my, you know, I don't have the definition. This is just my um, opinion. The purpose of a puzzle is the mystery of it because it doesn't come with instructions on how to put this puzzle together. It literally takes your fucking brain it's a brain teaser. It takes your brain to lay all these pieces out and put them together. Piece by piece. It has to fit. So our life is a puzzle. We came into this world. We didn't know what the fuck. You know, we thought we knew. And we don't know anything. We Our life has been put together by other people. Now it's time for us to take the puzzle apart and put it together by ourselves. And so the amazing thing about it is that with a puzzle... The pieces that you're connecting, you get to go back. Like, oh, wait, this goes over here uh, and this goes over here. I've been able to make that connection so much within myself. Like, oh, maybe this part is connected to that part. And and it, it is. Put the pieces of your puzzle together by yourself. You don't need nobody. They done enough. Okay? They done a fuck enough. Put your pieces together by yourself. Oh, my God. I'm so over myself right now. See, it's my fault because I did Throwback Thursday and now I don't just reach 50 minutes on this podcast. I, I'm leaving, y'all. I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I, I've been trying. I guess there's a lot on my mind because these uh, 50-minute episodes ain't come to play. Um, if you made it this far, then I don't have to tell you to fast forward from TBT. And I hope that that music really brings back some good memories for you right so um let me go because time is ticking and i hope that you have an amazing day the weekend is almost here and i hope you have an amazing and a blessed week weekend excuse me um bye now (laughs)